Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio Unemploymentradio.com. Oh boy! Oh my do you, goodness! Do you really think maybe I should write an advice book? Is that what you're? Is that what you're kind sure. of saying? Sure. Just about the trials and tribulations. No, I feel way too young to be doing an advice book. Well, I mean, you can give advice books even when you're like 18. Like you could, you're always going to you? be older than somebody else. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Wow, it kind of feels weird now that it's, now it's the day before. This is kind of an odd feeling. It is. It's the last day, Greg Nibbler, that you're 37. Oh, my goodness. Even that feels old. I don't even like saying oh, it. Wow. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. You can uh, also also I just want to remind everybody, too, that um, you can subscribe to Fun Employment Radio. Now, our podcast is out there for free and we keep it that way because we know we want people to be able to get it but if you can subscribing is also another option that takes a kind of your listenership to the next level you get to take advantage of the 24 hours of streaming network we have the live chat the archives all the other shows that are on the network and on top of that you also actually uh, really help us keep this show going it's a it's a very important piece to the puzzle if you will these subscriptions and it's 6.99 a month the first week is free so you can try it out, but six ninety nine a month, eighty dollars for the whole year. So you save if you do that, and uh, it helps us out a lot. So funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. You can find out more information there. All, um, right. all right. Well, see, Craig, so, I'm yes, thinking about this. You're still fairly young because you still have. So you're 37 right now. So yeah. we're talking about this, of course, tomorrow. So today is uh, July 1st, 2015. Marijuana is legal in Oregon. Ayo. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You, you keep saying it like Ayo, like you're like a 420. Like I am. I'm excited for everybody because it's not I, – I don't smoke it, but I don't give a shit. It's a plant. It makes people happy. It helps people you know, oh, yeah. alleviate pain. I think it's a great thing. That's why I'm very happy. Yeah. No, and people, you know, sit in jail for something. Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. I'm just very happy. <laughs> no, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good thing. I'm not denying that. It's, no. I've never it's heard a, you talk with enthusiasm about smoking marijuana I just don't think before. you know what a big deal it is. It's a, it's a I'm, huge I'm, deal. It's making, <laughs> I think I mean, I'm well aware of, of what big a deal I know. That's why it it's is. exciting. Yes, no. Maybe your, cool. your lack of excitement, maybe I'm just overcompensating for my super excitement about it. Okay. There you go. But okay, okay so, so today is uh, July 1st, 2015. On July 2nd. 2015. Oh, it's also Canada tomorrow. Day. Oh, it is Canada Day. Yes, so so happy happy Canada Day. What is Canada Day? Um, it's kind is it like of, the Fourth of July. Okay, is I'm gonna like, explain it as I understand it. Okay. It's kind of like that. It's kind of where they became their own country. Where, um, like, uh, I think four of the provinces banded together to become Canada, and then they kind of became free in 1982, but they're still beholden to the crown. Okay. Are you just making so this up? So it's. I think it's. That's generally right. It's kind of bit when they became their own country. But is they're it not, when they invented poutine? Not, because it's delicious, not, and I will celebrate that. Oh yeah, every no, day. that's awesome. A poutine day would be fantastic. Oh man. But it's still not really independence because it's like they're still they're, they still bow to the crown. They still have the queen on the money. Oh boy, Greg's like getting into some serious. Well, no, I'm just saying they still have the queen on the money. First, he's puffing at the at the legal marijuana. No, I'm very happy for Canada. Canada. I am not. Canada Canada Day is fantastic. Happy Canada Day to <laughs> Happy everyone. Canada I'm just saying Day. it as far, for as far as what I understand. All right. Well, I, I don't understand it at all, so okay, I, I'm yeah. very glad. So, yeah, so tomorrow, though, is Greg Nibbler's 38th birthday. Oh, my gosh. So this isn't even that big of a deal, Greg, because you're 38 this year. You still have another 30-something birthday next year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, this isn't like the, you I know, still the got final one more. march. It's yeah. not the final march, yeah. Mm. Over, over the hill or whatever it is. And you do realize that a great majority of our friends are over 40, right? Oh, no, I know. And that's fine <laughs> for them. I don't care if they are. I just care if I am. That's, you know. All right. So you don't care about other people. You just care about yourself. No, I think that's fantastic for everybody else. It's just weird when, you're, when, you, when you approach that on, on your own. Yeah, it does feel weird whenever I say, like, I'm 34. And it sounds kind of old. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I thought you were, like, 27. I'm like, no. I'm in my mid thirties. That's what's happening. Wow. Well, you're making me. You're building me up all week long, Sarah. Great. Come on this show and you're building. That's because me up. I already gave you. Right. I, I peaked early because I gave you your birthday present last week, so it feels like it already happened. Yeah. 
Well, that's true. You, you did kind of already do that, but, mm-hmm. which was a fantastic birthday gift. And I appreciate everybody sending me in the uh, advice on uh, on where how I can use my metal detector because it will pick up, as was noted by uh, Keith the Nerd, who wrote me on uh, Twitter, at Craig Nibbler, he said, did you know that metal detectors can also find meteorites? And that's true. That is, I know, I mean, scientifically, that's awesome. But also, that's a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So what I gave you basically is the key to a gold mine. And possibly. Yeah. Possibly. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome for the best present ever. Yeah, it is true. Well, since you did get that for your birthday, I do want you – we were talking about this. And, Greg, you have lived many, many years on this planet. I mean significantly more than me. And I kind of wanted you to kind of expound some of your some of your knowledge that you've learned some over my knowledge? the years. Wow. Yes, All right. Because, I mean, the, I'm sure you have some advice to offer us younger folks. <laughs> oh, you're wrapping yourself into that. My three years on Earth before you that, mm-hmm. I, that I amassed You such... lived in the 70s, man. <laughs> I was alive in the 70s. Yeah, you were alive in the True. 70s. All right, fine. What, I didn't what even questions? see the 70s. What are your, what are your questions? Um, I'd be like, what do you think is the key to, uh, to success? Oh, don't ask me that. Happiness. I don't know. Wow, this is really going well. <laughs> well um, how about more you, specific questions? Like, what would you say now that you're 37? What would you say the best, your best anti-aging cream is? Anti-aging cream. Well, you're supposed to just call advice. Natural... You're like a dictator. Why am I asking you? You know exactly what you know. Well, I don't use a whole lot of lotion, so I guess I'd have to say sweat. Sweat is probably the the best anti-aging. Sweat is your yeah. anti-aging yep, cream. Sweat. Okay, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you some of some advice. I would say, please um, give advice. I would say that uh, one um, eating right. What is this? Oh, whoops! I was going to play. Uh, that doesn't. Th- it says it's instrumental. That didn't sound instrumental. <laughs> uh, well, having yourself a good meal. A good meal is important. Good and meal. sticking what? to the basics. Now, here's the thing. I, uh, if you follow us on Periscope, I talked about this. This is what I had for breakfast today. As my last day of being 37, I had this. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is half eaten right here in front of which me. Which is very good. You have your fruits. You have your protein. You have some, some uh, bread to some stick to your stomachness. And I have myself a, a little bit of a coconut water, which is basically a juice box. And that is one of the same things I would eat when I was five years old. So I think those things uh, last the, the the hand of time. They're always important. Mm-hmm. Good thing right there. Good good healthy meal. That's important, sir. All right. So good healthy meal consisting of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Juice box is really that's the key. A juice box. Yeah. Um, let's see some other good rules of advice. What do you um, think? Uh, oh, how oh. old is too old to eat Cheetos? Oh, you're never too old to eat Cheetos. Okay, that was just. It. Now you should hide it from people. So you should start being ashamed of your Be Cheeto consumption. Be ashamed of it. But don't stop. Because it's a shameful, horrible dirty, secret you should keep. Dirty secret. You shouldn't let anybody know your secrets. You shamefully hide it and scurry it away and eat Cheetos and then, you know, your clothes get Cheeto dust on them. Um, so that's, that's, that's some good advice there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Follow the rules. You should always follow rules. When people are watching. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, so if, if you think people are paying attention... Follow the rules because you want to be that person, and that way you you fly under the radar. However, then when they're not watching, then you can do whatever you want. So you earn their trust. I learned that in high school because I would, um, I'd follow all the rules. I did everything, every, you know, and I, or I so did, they thought. Or, well, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. followed all the rules. I did well in school, you know, as far as grades and stuff like that. So people just didn't suspect me, and then I would do kind of whatever I wanted to, and I would get away with it. So because you're, nobody would so get caught. still in life today, you follow rules unless nobody's watching. And then if nobody's watching, then you can do whatever you want. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of good advice. I mean, I, I suppose so. If you don't get, you know, it's like if a tree falls in the woods. That's how you don't get caught. Does it make a noise? If you don't get caught, did you really do something wrong? Uh, yeah. Is that what, seriously? Yeah, yeah. If you don't get caught, did you do something wrong? Oh. Okay, Greg, that's very inspiring. I got away with a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Keelan's saying Greg Nibbler's Guide to White Privilege. Um, Probably, yeah, maybe. All right, so let me ask you this. I never brought this up on the show. This happened a couple weeks ago. For your advice, as a. What? No, I'm asking you, so you're talking about like if somebody doesn't know, then is it really bad? Why? It's like somebody legally distinct from me might have gone to a. Okay, I feel kind of bad. Never mind. I don't want to say it. What? What did you do? Okay. Ah! 
All right, well, I might have gone to... I didn't correct the problem, but it wasn't my problem to correct. What did you do? So I went to a um, a supermarket, like a big chain supermarket, and I bought a growler. You bought a growler? Yeah, a growler for my, for my dad. Oh. Uh, as one of his... I, I had bought him other presents, but for Father's Day, I got it for him. So when I went to the checkout, somebody legally distinct for me when they went to the checkout got charged for the growler itself, but not the beer inside the growler. So instead of like $16, it was only four. Oh, wow. Only, $12 difference. It only rang up as... So, and I was doing the self-checkout and I didn't know what to do. And so like the woman's there. And so I didn't... I scanned the one barcode that was there and it rang up as three I'm like, Okay, and so I set it there. I didn't hide it in the in the bag or anything. I just set it there. Okay. She could clearly tell that there was beer in there, and they can see what's rung up. Uh huh. Because I was gonna play dumb. I mean, I did play dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they wanted to give me beer for free. I'm not sure. Okay, and what happened? And then nothing. And then uh, I rang up the rest of my stuff and saw my, uh, you know, saw the person. There was like, "Have a nice day." I'm okay. like, "You too." And then I carried my growler out. Okay. Did the lady come over and say anything? No. Okay, here's the rule on that one. Here's how that, that, that would work. So if you were going through like a regular checkout, um, like, a, like an actual regular checkout where it rang up like that and the girl's like running it through and, and she, didn't, uh, she didn't ring it up, probably you wouldn't get away with it. Probably you would get caught. But also then I would feel bad for that girl because I wouldn't want that girl to get in trouble or, or guy or whoever. Uh, that that runs it. I'm always thinking of this, the girl at Safeway that I go to every time. But yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't want them to get in trouble. So I would probably call it out. Now, going through the self-checkout. But honestly, quite honestly, the, the tag that he gave me, he marked it as a new growler. I don't know because the guy seemed kind of pissed filled me, filling it up for me anyway. I think he might have just missed because he was just <laughs> kind of rude and just like filled it and didn't even fill it all the way full and then like gave it to me. Well, here's the thing. <sighs> In this I'm- instance... You went through the self-checkout. You rang it up. You rang up the only barcode that was you were given, correct? Correct. There was only one barcode. They attach it to the side. There's no way another one dropped off? Nope. Or you just didn't scan it? They tape it to the top. They tape it over the top of the, of the lid. And then they put the barcode on the piece of paper. And that's the, the barcode that you scanned. And that's the barcode I scanned. Well, and then you scanned it, and then you just set it down? You didn't try to hide it? Nope. But you also didn't call attention to it? Mm-hmm. So you just kind of played dumb. So that's the thing. Like, am I a bad person? I mean. Well, yes. But, I mean, really, if you ran the barcode. And this happened three weeks ago. And by the way, I've seen the the people who helped me. They've been longtime employees there. They're still employed. I doubt anyone. It didn't cost anybody their job. I don't know if if someone's getting fired over $12. I'm going to guess there's a bigger, bigger issue at, at hand. And let me just tell you this. I know that I'm not the only person that has done this. Like, self-checkouts are for the sneaky. I well, see no, people, there's people that do... Yeah, that I see people, like, changing out. Like, they'll get something, like, really super expensive and then memorize the barcode and type in a barcode for a different thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, people... I'm just saying the checkout, the, the self-checkout system is a little bit of a sticky wicket. Well, the best way for that is fruit. You get, you get the organic fruit and then you ring up the other code. I mean, not that I've ever done that, but I... It's happened on accident. Um... Yeah, there's 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 ways around that. I think I think in this instance well, C+ it was shady. Twelve dollars is a lot. It was shady. You Let should me tell you, be a little bit. I'm not bit... saying and it was eleven dollars. Now that I'm looking, it was ten ninety nine. All right, but it was shady. However, Wait, so I was... was willing to pay for it. But so, stop. Let me finish. I was willing to pay for it. But when you set something down at the self checkout, it weighs it. That's why they can tell you, you know, like, please remove last item and then put it back on the scale. Uh-huh. So I mean, when I purchased that growler and then set. However many pounds it was on the scale, that should have alerted them on their little system thing like, you know, this girl just paid $4 for, you know, four-pound growler. Okay, so wait. What was the regular price? It was – you've given me several different numbers. I'm trying to understand. Right, the growler was four, and the beer was 11, so it was like $15. Okay, because we just that, – that's a $3 change from what you just told me a minute ago. So, all right. Yeah, I mean, you're pushing the limits of, of kind of run, running the system without calling it out. However, you did what was there. You did not scan it, so I'll give you that. I mean, I'm just saying, is it my, is it my fault? 
if the well, one barcode I rang up didn't ring up the beer, why should I draw attention to the fact like? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, and honestly, this is a store I'm at. Uh, you know, I go there quite frequently. They've taken, they have a lot of my money. Yeah, I, I didn't feel. Oh, bad I know about which it. store this is. Then. Yeah, and I made exact. I made damn sure when I carried it out, the sticker thing was still on it, and I had it in my hand. And just in my, case somebody came running up to you. Exactly. Do just you in worry case. about that? Did you worry about yeah, it? Somebody's totally. going to come running up. Somebody? And I would just be excuse like, me, ma'am. Uh, you only rang up for a growler, not for the beer inside. Yeah, and I know. I would have been you, like, I'm so sorry. I'll, no, and I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I'd, How I'd, would you handle that situation? I would say, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. With my other things, I didn't. You didn't notice, ma'am. You didn't notice that the beer wasn't rang up because it says right here on the receipt. That it was just for the glass. Oh, with my other products and everything, I didn't really, you know, look at the individual prices when I was ringing things up. I'm so sorry, I was kind oh. of in a hurry. Well, that's a very convenient for you, isn't it? And it is. Well, do you see that girl over there? Do you see her right there? That's Linda. Linda's worked. I'm not going to play this game. Linda's with worked you. here for 15 years until today. This is her last day, thanks to you. I hope yeah. you enjoy your eleven dollars worth of beer. That's also true. Actually, Mr. Jenky has a big point. Also, stuff check out beer. Nobody checked your ID. Sounds like their problem. Nobody did check my ID. That's because it didn't ring up his beer. You can buy a glass. Oh boy, that system's kind of flawed. <laughs> There's something wrong in that system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor Linda's out of a job because of you. But Linda's congratulations to Sarah. Hope you enjoyed the beer. But you just were saying, like, if, if somebody doesn't see it, then it's okay. So that's why I shared my story that I wasn't going to share with you. Now I, I did say, like yeah. Asshole. Yeah, break, yeah, only follow the rules that people uh, aren't paying attention. People aren't paying attention. Yeah, I rang it up. They have a little thing. They have to tick off everything. They watch everything you put in. Well, all right. You're fine. All right. And, and that doesn't apply to everything. I'm just saying. Yeah. Am I a thief? Am I a thief if somebody doesn't well, bring something up? I mean, yeah. You kind yeah. of are in this situation. Technically, I purchased what I was charged for. I don't see why that's thievery. What I was charged for, oh, I paid for. Being noted in the chat, um, our friend Keelan apparently knows Linda as well, and she had kids. So <laughs> Linda's still there. I saw Linda yesterday. <laughs> Linda's fine. God damn it. 15 years at that store. Yes. All down the tube. Shut up. Just gone. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so All right, yeah, give more of rules. your advice, considering you give advice, and then I tell you a similar story, and then you take the advice back and say I'm a terrible person. So thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for the backpedaling, um, shitty advice, Greg. All right, well, I'm trying to think of things, because you know we just thought of this right before the show. Like, advice that I would have for people. Uh, use your turn signal. What would you give to, like, 20... 20- I think that was important. Okay. Always use your turn signal. Somebody who's, like, 10 years younger than you. What advice would you give them that you didn't know then that you do know now as you're approaching your 40th year? Um... Bang Mar- a lot of chicks. Marry the right person. <laughs> All right, that just sounds sad. <laughs> Divorce sucks. Uh, there's some advice for you. That isn't advice. Uh, that's an opinion. That's a really sad opinion. <laughs> or you're saying like somebody ten years younger? That's what I'm not I would saying say. you ten years younger. I'm oh, like what would you oh, say? Oh, that's different. Okay. It's like somebody if you could if, if you could live life again. What what advice would you give? <laughs> Make sure you don't marry a whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shit just got real. <laughs> I don't know what, what what advice can I? Um, I mean, it's not like you're acting like I have it all figured out. Like I, these kind of questions, you're framing it as though like I'm in the most magical position in the world, and I can just not, dispense I'm, advice. <laughs> like <laughs> I can tell you some things not to do. Why don't you tell us what not? All right, since Greg is like anti-positive, why don't no, we? No, I'm not anti-positive. I'm saying uh, follow. Follow your dreams. Do even what though makes they might you happy, make you broke. <laughs> even though you may not get rich off of them. You may not make some money. At, but, you, know, you know, there's this, find a balance in life. Find a balance in life. Find a balance. Okay, what, between work and, and pleasure? Yeah, well, find a balance of doing something that you... You really enjoy, but and also, don't marry a whore. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> Uh, anti-positive that's the term that you coined me in. Uh, yeah fi- find a balance find pursue a balance what, pursue what makes you happy but also keep a little bit of reality in the back I want of your these mind. to be nibblerisms and I want them to be able to be written on pictures of sunsets and people to share them around on social media okay boy that's a lot of pressure right now I know 
uh, talk about like groups of friends. Like friends may come and go, but the true ones. Okay, all right. Stay let me by you. Well, here's that's true. It is friends true, will actually. come and go, and the friends that come and go. You'll have a lot of good time Charlies in your life. So many good time a good, Charlies. A good time Charlie is basically somebody you hang out with for a while and you could be the best of friends and, and you hang out or you party together or you go out to bars together or something. And they're, they're for a brief period, a flash in your life, they're a good friend. But those good time Charlies, they come and go. And they can either end good or bad or they just kind of disappear off into the night. Mm-hmm. You'll have a lot of good time Charlies. That's that. that those, and those it's okay to let the good time fine. Charlies go. Good time Charlies come and go. You can't hold on to every everybody forever. You know. Um, you kind of whittle down your friend group as you get older a little. You bit. You do whittle down it gets your friend more group. Concentrated because now, you don't just have like a lot of bar friends anymore. Well, when unless you, get, you do, which is fine. Well, and when you get those really good friends, like the like however many it is, whether it's one or whether it's a dozen, whoever it is, pay attention to those friendships. They're important. That see now, really, see there we go. All right, I'm really trying touching. to think. All right, uh, what about home ownership? Would you tell people to purchase a home? That's a sticky situation, right okay, there. Okay, sticky, real sticky one. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to own a home. N- know this: if you're going to buy a home, it's a whole hell of a lot more work than you probably ever will realize. Which is why I'm a renter because I'm lazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a good thing because you're paying yourself. Essentially, it's a bad thing because you uh, anything that goes wrong, you're responsible for it. <laughs> like uh, my nice juice box, I noticed was partially frozen today, and it was in my refrigerator. And I'm wondering if something's going off my refrigerator. Oh, fun, fun, fun! What else? I don't Fire know. Him. I Hit him, Greg. I feel like it, you know it got a little too Travel. real, and it got a little too sad. Then it was funny. Now it's now well, you talking about refrigerators. Uh, <laughs> Jasmine in the chat. Greg's advice: get a radio job. You'll never have to look for work again. <laughs> radio is the way to go. Absolutely, do that. Go into uh, terrestrial radio. That's clearly where the future lies. All right. Do you have any uh, – in your years, have you read uh, – have you learned any good – let's just make this a final question. Have you okay. learned any good hangover cures? Oh, uh, that is one thing I honestly cannot say I have. Coconut water. Coconut water is good. Oh, my God. What are you, like, shilling for coconut water now? But delicious, refreshing coconut water? Yeah. I'm like, seriously, sure how many about. times have you mentioned coconut water? Well, because water? it's right in front of Do me. Do we have, like, a secret sponsor that I don't know, and you're just, like, taking all the side money? <laughs> I'm hoarding it's all like, the money. All the vast the, wealth. All my coconut water money. The coconut industry. Mm-hmm. The coconut industry. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get behind the scenes of the coconut industry. Uh, well, anyway, there we go. There's some of my advice. My All last right. day of 37. Yeah, so tomorrow, so your birthday is going to be our last show of the week, and then it's, and then it's the 4th of July weekend. Ooh, one more th- word of advice? Yes. Wallet chain. Oh Always have God. a wallet chain. Believe me, you'll go through life. You'll lose your wallet. <gasps> I have another, Greg. I have a nibblerism. What? When it comes to sandals, always sacrifice fashion. For comfort. Oh, yes. Comfort is far more important than Comfort fashion. is far more important. That, Actually, in any kind of style. That applies with coats. That applies with hats. That applies with everything. I always function wonder when over people like, start to think like that, like function over fashion. Like, in particular, not with your sandals, but like with older ladies. This is one of my things that I think about. Like blue hairs? Yeah, like the blue hairs. And I was talking to my friend Jessica about it as we were driving back from the coast. What at what point like I wonder like what happens where you just wake up one morning and you're like I'm going to cut off all my hair and get a perm and that's just going to be the way it's going to be forever. You know when you get like the quintessential like mom slash grandma haircut. Uh-huh. Like I wonder if that's just one day you wake up you're like well I'm done. Just gonna, <laughs> I'm out. Just going to time to chop it all off. Just go in and see Cindy down at the shop and be like Cindy it's it's the day. Get out those curlers and those snippers. Let's just go to town on this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure when that happens. Yeah, I don't. I've always wondered that because there's you see like you know cool picture, cool picture, long hair, you know fashion, fashion, and then all of a sudden short hair, puffball, and you know and like sweaters with cats on them. I imagine it's just a lot less work. You just get tired of doing all that work. That's probably what it is. I mean, you go in, you get it done once, what once a month, bam, do some little nattering, and you're out. That's my guess. I love how you so closely and quickly identified with that. Okay. Oh, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm just afraid of that point. I don't want to get that point. Um, yeah, comfort over fashion. That is definitely a good, some good advice. Okay. Definitely. Same thing with on a plane. Oh, do not even start with the plane stuff. No, we've talked about that way too much. I don't even want to get into that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so sage words of wisdom. Yep. Travel um, if you can. Travel if you can. There's some other. You sound like you're doing the sunscreen song. Travel 
Even if you can't. Oh, that song. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. No, no, that's that's good. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you, Greg. I yeah. feel a lot more educated and prepared for the world. Well, there we go. Those three extra years that you have on me on this planet it's really. It's a lot, Sarah. The 70s, man. They turned you into a different person. It's a different time, man, back in the 70s. You guys wouldn't understand. We were free. We were fighting for something. <laughs> we had a purpose. I feel like... Then the 80s came. I turned three. And it just all went downhill from there. That's really sad if you say your life went downhill <laughs> from when you were three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it's being speculated that old people's hair turns into a frizzy mess. I get that. Is that the only way that you can contain it is by getting perms? I don't know. I'm very I, confused I, that, by At it. that point, my... Like, and I'm not my... judging. My mother has the hair. Like, yeah. that. I many people, people's mothers and people that I love have that hair. I just wonder, like, think when what you're... day you wake up and you're just like, it's all coming off. 38. You're going to have that hair it's at 38. It's not going to be 38. I look really bad with short hair anyway, so I'm going to hang on to this until it's all stringy from all the da- like chemical damage from dyeing it so much. <laughs> I'm going to have like a skullet. <laughs> I'll be like those guys that have the comb overs that won't just shave it off. I'll just be like, nope, just hanging on to my stringy hair. Start wearing some whatever those are, the extensions. Oh, Clipping yeah. them in. Mm-hmm. 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 Mom fro. That's what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, first up, Greg, now do you have a Tinder account? I can't remember if you do or not. Uh I did when it first came out, because I set one up, I think we were on the show. I haven't I would assume it probably is still there. Okay. Well Tinder uh, Tinder is still there, yes. Uh, oh, so. I mean my my uh your account? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Tinder, you know, of course, is used for finding human companionship. That's what it says that it is. That's an air quote. Human companionship. Human companionship. Okay. So this is just for humans, but what do you think about lonely dogs out there? There are lonely dogs out in <laughs> the world Sarah? that are trying to find trying to find new special friends. Well, now something has been introduced, and it is called Tindog. Oh. It's like Tinder, but for canines. Seriously. How does this work exactly? All right. Well, let me tell you how it works, Greg Nibbler. So this uh, this Tindog app allows owners to post a picture of their little canine friends and create a profile with basic information. So that's when the owner of the dog, uh, said dog, can swipe through other profiles. So they swipe right if they like the profile of the dog that they're looking at, left if they would rather pass on the dog's profile. And uh, when the two owners match up, they can start chatting, uh, chatting and set up, set up a doggy play date. So basically, it's like uh, a dating app, but people use their pets to meet other people okay. instead. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my dog's real cute. Let's get together. Okay. And I'm sorry, Shockwave in the chat just has the best name. Instead of Tin Dog, which is a really stupid fucking name, uh, Shockwave for the win, he said that they should have called it uh, Rin Tin Tinder. Rin Tin Tinder? Like Rin Tin Tin, the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Which is better. That is better. So owners are also encouraged to write a bit about themselves as well. Uh, So in order to limit, this is what this story says, in order to limit the creepiness of the app and make sure the doggy chaperones will have something to talk about when their pets meet up. Uh, so cats are not allowed. This is only dogs only. Now, the app is available on Google Play and has well, a rating. Cats, cats, I mean, I like cats, but they don't, really don't go they out all kind of look the same? Cats don't yet, all look the same, but I don't think they go out and like mingle with other cats. Yeah, like bring somebody else, bring a cat over to somebody else's house. Yeah. So uh, so the app is available on Google Play. has a rating of 3.2 out of 5. One user reviewed the app and wrote, uh, great, thank you, Tin Dog. I finally managed to get my dogs out on some doggy dates. What? I don't know. Uh, so, but this isn't the first dog meetup app. I didn't realize this. Uh, there's also an app called Meet My Dog, and there's also one Meet called Meet My Dog. There's also one called Sniffer, which is similar to the that human. Sounds like something else. Which is it's similar to the human dating app Grinder. Grinder is. It's just a hookup app. Mm-hmm. My dog's looking to hunt. Grinder's like mostly a gay hookup app, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So this one's so Sniffer. Is similar to Grinder, so I don't know what's happening with that one, but that's what's happening with that. All right. So if you want to meet people for doggy dates, you can go to Tin Dog. If I just use my roommate's dog, 
You can't just take multiple pictures of all your roommates' dogs. Yeah. All right. This would have freaked me the hell out. So this is uh, this happened in Argentina, and two Argentinian pilots have been fired after doing this. So two pilots have been fired after they invited a Playboy playmate, who is a model named Victoria Zipakalis, who had posed for the Greek edition of Playboy, into the cockpit and letting her fly the plane oh, as it oh, was oh. taking off. Shit, wow. They invited a Playboy Playmate, and they were so excited, they let her fly the fucking plane. A wow. commercial airliner. Which airline was this? Uh, Australia, uh, let's see. It's a domestic Argentinian carrier, Australinius Arius. Which I guess is one of their domestic carriers uh, announced in a statement that yes, they uh, that they did indeed fire <laughs> the two Argentinian pilots that were involved, and they have banned uh, the Playboy model from flying on the airline for the next five years. So, in addition to firing the pilots and banning the model, they announced uh, forthcoming criminal proceedings against the three for putting the flight safety at risk. So there was yeah. All right, so it was a smaller, it wasn't a huge, you know, like jumbo jet. That seems were, even more dangerous. It does seem more dangerous because so, the huge jumbo ones aren't they more on kind of an autopilot? Type? Yeah. Yep. thing. Yeah. So uh, there were 36 passengers on this jet. Uh, so from their their statement they released as such is this. So in relation to the events that took place during this flight that happened on Monday, June 22nd, uh, the pilots were removed from their activities on this day and will de- be dismissed as well as the rest of the staff with the responsibility of this event. Um, so b- what happened is how they got caught is that this, uh, her last name's too hard to pronounce. I'm just going to call her Victoria. That's her first name. So uh, yeah, Playboy Playmate fine. Victoria. The reason that they got caught is because she spent the entire time taking videos of them allowing her, <laughs> videos and selfies with the pilots who wow. were allowing her to drive. Uh, How so, did the other passengers feel about this? Uh, I, don't I guess think they probably they, didn't know. They didn't yeah. know, I don't think. So uh, in the video, one of the pilots tells the uh, playmate that she will control the plane for part of the takeoff. And she asks them, are you sure nothing bad could happen? Uh, and he said, no, it'll be fine. So she's since apologized on Twitter, saying that she was sorry for the pain she had caused, and it was not an example of her character. Uh, also, this airline is probably going to get sued uh, by passengers who are on the plane. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? If I'm on a flight, and I find out some fucking Playboy Playmate was the one that was operating it because <laughs> some dude wants to get into her pants, I would be so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, so passengers on the plane are also getting together, and they are, uh, they're potentially going to take legal action. With By the potentially, it means they're absolutely going to take legal action. That is what legal action is created for. So those Damn. pilots are fucked. Yeah, so the airline, uh, really, in its release statement, also continued to say the company confirms its continuing commitment to safety and the respect for operational and safety policies and protocols. Uh, the behavior of the pilots is totally opposed to the operational safety culture of our airline. So I find that kind of suspect that not one, but two of the pilots decided that this would be a good idea. Well, yeah, they were probably... I mean, I, I know what they were thinking mm-hmm. as far as why they would want to be around her. Yeah. Does that work for pilots? Like, not having them fly the plane? I think being are a pilot... pilots, like, a thing? Yeah, I think being a pilot works for a pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something... Pilots and, like, firefighters. Huh. People who are, like, the risk taker. But, I mean, I'd say more so firefighters than pilots. Well, there you go, kids. Be a firefighter. Yeah. Yeah, firefighters are hot. All right, next up. A Florida man has been arrested after he dressed as a pirate and was caught shooting his gun on a bridge. We know all about pirates. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So in Florida, they do not. This is a new thing. Uh, so a Florida pirate has been charged with disorderly conduct after deputies responded to a shots fired call, uh, call on the old Seven Mile Bridge this past Monday night. Uh, it was then they arrested a man in a full pirate costume, complete with an operational black powder pistol. Uh, two of them, in fact, in holsters on each hip, a sword and two knives. So dispatchers received a call about 8 p.m. on Monday. The caller wanted to report a pirate firing a gun on a bridge. When the deputy arrived, he found 58-year-old Jamie Sparing, who said he was an entertainer, which we know many pirates are entertainers, and they're like the safest people ever with their weapons. Oh, yeah. So uh, he said, but it wasn't a real weapon. Though, it that wasn't he had. a real weapon. Okay. It was just a, a black powder pistol, okay. which means it just makes the pop, but it doesn't, you know, actually fire right. anything. Yeah, then yeah, that's fine. 
so so this uh, pirate, Jamie the pirate, uh, said he was on the bridge with friends for sunset. Now, he admitted to shooting both of his black powder pistols once. He said there was no projectile lo- uh, loaded into the pistols, just the powder. He shot the gun safely toward the water. Witnesses, however, contradicted his story, saying he fired one shot toward the water and one toward cars traveling on the bridge. That seems like an irresponsible pirate. Yeah, I mean, you, people have to know. Well, I mean, maybe we're not, like, we're too familiar with the pirate culture to where we know that they're responsible because they're not, like, going to be firing projectiles or anything. Yeah, if people are unfamiliar with people dressing as pirates, then that could be a little bit shocking. I mean, I guess it could be, like, all those guys who had their, um, they were carrying all those guns and they were walking across the Burnside Bridge that one time and they weren't loaded, but... Yeah, but see, that's, that was just not a... Necessarily a that was not the smartest thing. Yes, yes. All right, but witnesses. (laughs) However, uh, the police did believe the witness, and the pirate was taken into custody, charged with disorderly conduct, and booked into jail. Damn it! I was rooting for the pirate in that one. Okay, and finally, now we have a lot of these stories where a lot of the plastic surgery stories where people are trying to look like somebody else by getting a lot of plastic surgery done. Like there's the the crazy Barbie lady who mm-hmm. wants to be like the Barbie doll who said she can eat air. Yeah, and then there's the, the Ken doll. The living Ken doll. Yeah. Yes, there are all kinds of things. There's the existence of Courtney Stodden, which we just won't even get into. Now there's a new guy uh, coming into the race of uh, having the freakiest plastic surgery. And this is a man by the name of Herbert Chavez. Now, Herbert Chavez has undergone 23 separate surgeries at a cost of uh, more than $10,000 to look like a famous superhero. Now, Greg, what superhero do you think that he would want to look like? Um, Let me tell I'm just going to give it to you just so you can guess it. The all-American superhero. uh, Superman? Superman. He does. Because he's, uh, and that's why he likes him, because he likes the all-American look. Uh, So, Herbert Chavez is trying desperately to look like Clark Kent with his 23 surgeries. Now, he says he's still not happy and he wants to get more surgery, even though doctors have advised him against it because he has been self-injecting with unsafe fillers to make himself more muscly. So if you look up this guy, he looks terrifying. What's his name again? Herbert Chavez. Like, which Superman is he trying to look like? He's trying to look like Christopher Reeves, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, he's he's going for like the old school Superman. Okay. So he collects a lot of the paraphernalia. He really, really wants to look at it like him. So twenty three surgeries. So he even he's thirty seven years old. Oh, he's as old as you are, Greg. <laughs> See, yeah. okay. More words of advice: Don't try to make yourself look like Superman. <laughs> there you go. Don't do what this guy's doing. You're doing it right if you're not trying to make yourself look. Don't like Don't try to make yourself look like a Ken doll. Don't do that either. <laughs> so the 37-year-old man even wears bright blue contacts over his brown eyes to get the authentic Superman gaze. Wow. Now, Herbert Chavez has spent over $10,000 on nose jobs, liposuction, skin whitening fillers, and jaw where, work over the past Where does he get his money years. to do this? I don't know. What is his job that he has uh, it where he has say. all of this extra money that he can just go spend it to try to look like Superman. Well, I always wonder that with some of these plastic surgery people. Well, I mean, if you don't have any other hobby, you can save up your money, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess, but that's still a lot of, tremendous amount of money. So Chavez has had um, 23 surgeries over the past 18 years. Uh, and he fell, he said, fell in love with the star at age five. And he has been obsessed with Superman ever since. So He's been uh, doing this for 18 years. 18 years. Wow. However, he's upset now because he was denied by doctors to get uh, abdominal muscles to match uh, Superman's muscles after doctors learned he'd been injecting himself with unsafe fillers. Oh, there we go. That's where you, that's where yes. you save some money. Uh, so they've warned that fillers could make the surgery unsafe, and they leave bumps and spots all over his body. Why in God's name would you ever inject yourself with anything like that? Why don't you just work out? I mean, if you really want to be that muscly... You can lift weights. Yeah. That's or true. realize that some parts of the Superman suit might be fake. Sometimes that's not maybe real. you can get, like, the, the padding. Or if he's looking off of, like, the comic book drawing, that's a comic book drawing. Yeah, you're never going to look like a comic book drawing. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. All right, so, Greg, there you have it. I just wanted to end that on a high note. You might be 37, but at least you're not 37 trying to look like Superman. That's right. All right. That might, you kind of do look like Superman, though. You do have the blue eyes and the brown hair. Well, that's all it takes. Yeah, and then that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start injecting myself tomorrow. All right, there you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Where do you even go to get that stuff injected? Like the fake, what does it do? Like inflames your muscles so it looks like it's fake or something? Dude, there are so many. I've noticed a lot of like plastic surgery faces around Portland lately. Really? 
Yeah, where there used to be none, now there are a lot. Like I'll see them with a lot of like There's younger. There's a lot of people moving here. Like, but women my age too. Which, yeah, the hand of time comes to us all. Like, my, you know, everyone gets, like, wrinkles or whatever. But it's weird. I have seen more, like, blown-out lips and fake tits and, and, like, tight faces. And not in the good way, either. Huh. Yeah, it's been it's, – it's just different. It's a little weird. There's a brand-new influx of people coming into Portland. There, there definitely uh, is. But I'm, I'm seeing that on, like, Hawthorne, which is the weirdest thing. That's I'm like, weird. whoa, your plastic face is walking down Hawthorne. That's bizarre. That is very bizarre. Yeah. That that doesn't really fit in, but mm. anyway, ah, sorry. That's Portland talk. Um, we do a little talk. bit of uh, ball talk. All right, so there's a bunch of breaking news. I'm going to get to that here in a minute. Um, a lot of crazy NBA stuff going on. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Before we get to that, I want to say this. Congratulations. To the U.S. Women's National Woo-hoo, Team, beating Germany. Beat Germany yesterday, yeah. two to zero. Good for them. That means they're going into the final, and they'll be playing either England or Japan. Uh, those two teams play today, and the final match to win the World Cup uh, for, for first and second place is Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Mm. Actually taking place in Vancouver. because the, In Vancouver, Canada? Yes. Okay. Yeah, all the World Cups in <laughs> I was in like, in Vancouver, Washington? What? <laughs> yeah. No, there's another Vancouver. It's a little bit bigger. <laughs> Just slightly bigger. Slightly. Uh, yeah, so in uh, Vancouver, B.C., so that's where the final is going to be Sunday at 4 p.m. Right up there. Mm-hmm. Happy Canada Day. All right. Let's get to this. I'm, I'm just going to skip straight to this. NBA Free Agency started last night at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Well, basically 12 a.m. Eastern time on July 1st. So today is today is free Today. agency. And it has been insane as far as what's going on. So I'll give some updates. Just on, I'm trying to cherry pick here that like stuff is constantly coming out as far as team, you know, players are signing with different teams or agreeing to deals with different teams. Uh, the biggest one here has, for the Portland Trailblazers is, of course, LaMarcus Aldridge, mm-hmm. who is an unrestricted free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. He's actually in L.A. right now, and teams were just lined up to talk to him because he is one of, if not the best power forward in the NBA right now. The Lakers were the first team that got to meet with him right at 9 p.m. They were right there outside his hotel door waiting to come in because that's the rules. You have to wait. He, they, they went in, gave a pitch. Snoop Dogg gave this huge, was given this huge campaign on Twitter to try to get LaMarcus to come to L.A. And there's all these things that Lakers fans going crazy about it. Um, and uh, and so, so they had their meeting, Kobe Bryant and all that there. But now each other team that's trying to talk to You're making to me him. nervous. Is there an announcement yet? Is there an announcement? Well, I'm getting to where it is right now. He just got done with his meeting with the San Antonio Spurs. Where the Spurs brought in uh, reportedly Duncan, Tim Duncan, and uh, Greg Popovich and Danny Green, and they the Spurs actually traded away one of their key pieces, Tiago Splitter, to make room. They traded Splitter. They traded Splitter to the Atlanta Hawks to clear up cap space to pay Lamarcus, and offered him a contract. Now, the word the word on the street is, uh. at least according to, to NBA reporters, is that it's coming down between the Spurs and um, the Blazers. Now, he is in a meeting with the Phoenix Suns right now, and Tyson Chandler just signed with the Suns, and Tyson Chandler is there at that meeting. I find it very unlikely that he would go to Phoenix. Uh, I think with the, with the San Antonio Spurs, you have a team with Tim Duncan, who's one of the greatest of all time. He's won five championships with that team, knows what he's doing, and basically the Marcus would have to cut the, uh, the opportunity to come in and be his protege and usher in the new era of the San Antonio Spurs. That is a big sell. That's a pretty big sell. I mean, he would not make as much money right off the bat. I th- I think it's going to be very hard if Lamarcus walks away from he's the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. You know, he's going to the Spurs. Jesus Christ, he's, he's going to back the Spurs. To the uh, yeah, probably. So basically, there's going to be nobody recognizable on our team. Has anyone else been traded well, away? Well, here's the other things. Oh no, I haven't even read anything because. It- what happened? Uh, Wesley Matthews probably not coming back to the Blazers. No, are you serious? I'm just gonna bre- I'm gonna rip the bandaid off for you. Oh, Wesley Matthews is my favorite. He's in talks with Dallas right now, according to reports, because uh, he wanted 15 million a year. Dallas is offering 12. They're in a bargaining thing. You never know; that could change. But it sounds like he's gone. Wesley Matthews is like the heart of this team. He really stepped up his game. Now, oh. do you want the other bad news? Yes, just do it. 
Uh, Robin Lopez, oh. probably not coming back. Four of our starting five from last year, the most lovable Blazers we've had in a long time as far as, like, everybody in the community likes Are them. you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Robin Lopez was Robin Lo- fan favorite Robin Lopez. Well, at least I don't have to worry myself about watching basketball this se- season. So that's probably happening. Damian Lillard, on the other hand, mm-hmm. signing a $120 million five-year extension, so at least we're not losing him anytime soon. Yeah. He won't be going anywhere anytime soon. He's a newbie. <laughs> well, that's so, so is Robin Lopez, though. Robin Lopez fit right into this. But he though. fit right in. He he's, was just he's a, a perfect puzzle Now, piece. it's not for sure that he's gone, but most likely. So there we go. That is what's going on right now. Now, Blazers also are in uh, talks with Greg Monroe, Paul Allen owner. I'm sorry this is getting really basketball specific, but I just feel like I have to get this out 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 right now. Um, yeah, Nibble's saying, haven't heard about Rolo leaving. It's not guaranteed You're breaking everybody's yet. hearts. Let's all blame Greg Nibbler. It's all his it's, fault. <laughs> it is all his fault. It's not guaranteed Robin Lopez isn't coming back yet, but it's by everything I've read, it sounds most likely that he's not coming Why? Back. Why? Where would he go? The, he's he's going to command too much money because he did too well last year, and... Blazers aren't going to... It depends on... I mean, a lot of it depends on this LaMarcus thing. If LaMarcus goes, who knows? They may bring him back. Right now, they're trying to get Greg Monroe. They're going to throw a max deal, I think, at Greg Monroe, who was on the Pistons. Uh, Because Paul Allen, Neil O'Shea, and Terry Stotts all flew to D.C. to to meet with Greg Monroe. But uh, that is what it is. So there we go. Deals are going down all day. I would imagine by the end of this day, we will know where LaMarcus Aldridge is going to be going. I don't think he's going to spend too much time making his decision. He's probably already made it. Because I'm. if he went to the Suns, that would be the sh- biggest, sh- most shocking upset of ever. Even more so than the Lakers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, even more so. The Lakers are the Lakers. They can pull people like that, even when their team is bad. I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers. I think it's, it's going to be the Spurs or the Blazers. If he doesn't go to the Spurs, he's coming back, co- coming back to Portland. So basically every fan, so Batum, Rolo, LaMarcus, and Wesley are all going. Yes, that is the way it appears right now. Jesus Christ. The way it appears right now is And I'm not saying I dislike Damian Lillard. He's a great player, but he's not as likable as any of them. Shockwaves is saying, I have no idea who any of these people are. Um, they're like the starting five for the Portland Trailblazers, the, the ones that I'm talking about. And uh, they are, uh, you know, they're they're they've been like kind of, They've been very good players for the team. You know, they're all good guys. They're all people you can get behind and root for. And they're, they happen to be really good at basketball. We had one of the best starting fives in the NBA. We just didn't have a bench. So that's just kind of how it is. No, oh, that bumps me out. All right. Thanks, Greg. Yep. Sorry. Just breaking the news. But there it is. We'll find out what happens. Maybe LaMarcus will come back. There's still a chance. I'm telling you there's a but chance. But then the rest of them are still gone, so it doesn't even matter anymore. It does nothing. Matters. Well, I... Life, well, you'll somehow have to find a way to go on in life. You still got Lillard. That's... Yay. (laughs) Oh, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I didn't think I'd care, but that really bothers me. So it's going to be a completely different, like, stranger team. Yes. Okay. For the most part, yes, it will be. And regardless if you watch basketball or not, somebody you know likes basketball and will be upset about this too. Yeah, and that's why why we do ball talk, so people that can understand that. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge has one of those guys that's been – I'll just say this really quick, and this is beyond basketball, so people don't have to, uh, you know, care about – if you don't care about basketball or you do care about basketball, I can just say Portland, the city of Portland – And especially Oregon and Southwest Washington has a relationship with the Portland Trailblazers that is a lot different than other – than I think other cities in the U.S. or at least bigger cities because, you know, you go to L.A., you've got like 19 different teams you can root for, Mm -hmm. different sports and all these kinds of things. You know, big cities, they have a lot more going on. Portland has – I mean the Timbers as of late, like the last few years, even – I know they've always been around, but it's not the same. The Trailblazers have been like the team that you can root for Mm -hmm. because – the Ducks always sucked. The Beavers always sucked. You know, that was it. You had yeah. the Blazers. And so they kind of – it's a, like a, a, a deep 
deep roots in the city it is. community. You meet anybody who's lived here. Like there, I mean, there are tons of people who live in Portland have lived here their entire lives, and they have their yeah. Blazers stubs from going to playoffs in the seventies. Like, right. It's beyond basketball. It's just kind of it's a part it's a of the community. Thing. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And whether you like basketball or not, you know, it's it's a fun thing and it's a harmless thing to root for. And Lamarcus Aldridge has been kind of the stalwart over this whole new area era that we had. Um, you know, and he's been here for nine years through the good and the bad and became like our guy that we could root for, even though the team, you know, hasn't made it very far. We made it to the second round last year, first round this year, better than it used to be. At least it's something. Mm-hmm. LaMarcus has been the constant of he's the guy. And now somebody else wants, wants you're, our guy. You're taking pleasure in this. What's wrong I'm with I'm not you? taking pleasure in this. I'm saying somebody else wants our guy. And, mm-hmm. and more power to LaMarcus. I can't blame him at all either. You know, he's served his time. He's he wants to win a championship. In all honesty, and he's always said he wants to win a championship. He will have a better chance of winning a championship in San Antonio than he will in Portland, at least right now. Mm -hmm. If he wants to win one next year, that's the place that would probably be better. Okay, that's enough basketball. I'm sorry to get into it like that. I'm just trying to explain a little bit about why Portland. uh, I find it interesting. I'm I'm looking at this. It cares about the Blazers. On you Twitter know. and on Facebook, everyone is mm-hmm. he, like not just in Portland, but uh, any fan of the NBA is wondering where Lamarcus is going to go. That's well, one of the he's biggest the focal things. point of yeah. the NBA right now. I'm saying for Portland, the Blazers are more than just basketball. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. Fuck yeah! Yep, that's all. I've dispensed some advice today. You sure have. I don't know what to do though. Now, now t- so I've given advice. This is my last day at 37. Tomorrow, I'm just. Oh my god! That's tomorrow it. you're just 38. And that's all it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, tomorrow we'll talk about our big Fourth of July plans and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll have all that. Uh, I will say this. If anyone's looking for a last-minute uh, birthday present for uh, one old uh, Gregory Nibbler here. Somebody just wrote me that they got you a birthday present. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you can. S- I'm not going to refuse anything. Also, you could uh, subscribe to Fun Employment Radio. That would be the best present ever. That would be the best present of all time. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. That is the gift that keeps on giving mm. and helps us continue doing what we do and, uh, and maintaining and following, following these dreams and providing you the entertainment that you need. And it makes it so we can do better entertainment. It gives us more flexibility um, the more people that subscribe. Awesome. So we can bring you more things. Uh, so tonight on the network, we have... Tonight on the network, uh, Carl Show starring Jason is not doing a show tonight. Okay. And then starting next week, they're moving to their noon time slot of Thursdays. And Thursdays, awesome. But Geek in the City shall remain at uh, on the Wednesdays mm-hmm. at about 7.30, 8 o'clock. Yep. So... And they'll be on tonight. They're on tonight, I believe. I think they're bringing on Cable. Yeah. Cable Hashtani. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yes. Cable is fantastic. He sure is. So that will be on Geek in the City tonight around 8 p.m. right here on Fun Employment Radio. And uh, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You guys are all fantastic. My favorite part really of your, the peer advice too is like, don't get married. <laughs> I was... <laughs> got a little bit that's real right there. Me, that's making me laugh. Like, I keep thinking about it and then, like, <laughs> making myself not laugh because we're doing the show, but that was the most real you've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at at our regular time. We'll be back at 1, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. live Pacific right here on Fun Employment Radio. Happy Weed and Canada Day, everybody. <laughs> weed and Canada. <laughs> Happy Canada Day. I was just giving you guys some. We love Canada. Are you fearing ca- Canadians now? <laughs> I fear the wrath of Canadians. <laughs> Happy Canada Day. Happy Weed Day. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.